How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode number 121 of Trail Tales. My name is Kyle O'Grady. I am a through hiker. I am a peak bagger. I am a huge hiking nerd. And every single week I talk to, or, or I chat with, rather, that's what I usually say, uh, other hiking nerds about their experiences on the trail. And uh, this week we talk about a a relatively unknown trail, at least if you don't live in Wisconsin. Uh, we talk about the Ice Age Trail. And the man I talk about it with is named Lucas Smith. He is a he's a young kid. We talk about this a little bit. Uh, he's only 20 years old, and I, I I always think it's interesting talking to to other through hikers who are younger than me. Because even though I'm getting a little bit older at this point, 25, uh, I still feel like a lot of the time people are at least my age, or they're slightly older than me, or a lot older than me. So I just think it's cool that you know 20 year old hiking the ice age trail a pretty unknown trail um that's a that's that's a cool thing and so lucas talks all about uh, i asked him a lot of questions in this episode we, we covered a ton of stuff about this trail um all the logistical stuff you know resupply camping water just to name a few things like that so if you're thinking about hiking this trail uh this is definitely going to be a great resource if you're just curious about learning what it's like to hike 100 or 100 wow uh 1200 miles through wisconsin of all places uh this is the episode for you um and it was just a really cool time it was a great time uh, i i completely out of the blue slid into lucas's dms that's how this episode happened it happened because a, a listener actually suggested him as a good guest by the way so thank you to whoever did that but um I, that's how that's how this came to be i never talked to him besides a few Instagram messages before this conversation. And he was awesome. He shared a lot of good info and I'm very thankful. So Lucas, when you hear this, thank you very much. And best of luck on the rest of your many, I'm sure, future through hikes. Um, before we get into it, I just want to say one thing. So I usually plug the Patreon. I usually plug my YouTube channel, random stuff like that, the five-star reviews. You should check out all that stuff. But the, the real plug I want to do here, it's a little bit different than usual. Um, the one thing I want to tell you guys, please, if you're listening to this and you listen to a lot of these episodes, you really dig Trail Tales, which I know a lot of you do. I get your messages. I get your emails. I reply to all of them, albeit sometimes a few weeks late. If you really enjoy the show and you want to help, tell a friend. That's all I'm asking of you this week. Don't worry about iTunes reviews. Don't worry about Patreon money, all this bullshit. Uh, tell a friend. I would really, really appreciate that. Uh, a friend who who likes hiking, a friend who's getting into through hiking, maybe a friend that just is looking for a podcast recommendation. Tell them about this show. Uh, tell them about through hiking and all this good stuff. I would really appreciate it. Um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Let's get into it. Episode number 121 with Lucas Smith, Ice Age Trail, class of 2021. episode number 121 of trail tales the first episode in a long time where i have a uh, a brand new guest and so i'm very excited to welcome lucas smith to the podcast lucas what's going on man thank you for uh, taking the time to do this i really appreciate it i'm doing great man i'm just ready to talk about uh the ice age trail the ice age trail let's go yeah so um 
It's been a while since I've done one of these, like I said, but, uh, you know, this is going to be one of those episodes where we we discuss a lesser-known trail, a trail that I literally know nothing about besides just what I learned from scrolling through Lucas's Instagram. Um, also, shout-out to... I really should have taken... I, sh- I should have done my, my research on this one and found out the name of the person who suggested Lucas as a guest, but whoever you are, send me a DM and I will follow up with you. Thank you so much for suggesting... Uh, Lucas and suggesting the Ice Age Trail as a trail that we should learn about. Um, yeah, like I said, a trail I know nothing about. Um, but before we get into the Ice Age Trail, Lucas, can you just take a second to kind of introduce yourself to everybody, tell them who you are, what you've hiked, where you're from, all that good stuff. Yeah, so I basically, uh, I'm from Ohio. Um, I basically started, you know, this whole hiking thing um, three days after I graduated high school. I embarked on the Buckeye Trail, which is another trail um, completely completely in Ohio. That's like 1,400 miles. So I did that and then took like a two-year break because of COVID. And then uh, just like a month ago, I finished my Ice Age Trail through hike. And uh, I'm, I'm a college student as well. So uh, I, I take my summers basically to do all this stuff. Yeah. Nice, man. Nice, man. Um, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm uh, 20. You're 20. You are. Yep. You might be one of the youngest people to ever be on the show, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's, cool. it's kind of funny because like I've been backpacking for so long now. I always felt like I was always the youngest person. And th- there has been a few other guests that were like younger than me by a few years. But um, I don't know. That, I just think that's cool to see somebody who's even younger than me. I'm only 25, so I'm not like I'm that old. But, you know, I don't know. I just think that's cool. Yeah, there, uh, there's just not too many like younger people doing this stuff, you know. No, there's do. not. There's not. And especially doing trails like the Ice Age Trail or the Ohio Trail, like these lesser-known trails. Um, honestly, I'm kind of curious about the Ohio Trail, too. Maybe we'll get into that a little bit uh, if we have time. If not, I might have to have you on for another episode sometime because that's <laughs> another trail that hasn't been covered on the show at all. Um, but anyways, let's talk about the Ice Age Trail. Opening question, I'm sure I'm sure some people are familiar with this trail. Maybe there's somebody out there who's hiked it listening to this, although... I think the chances are slim. Send me a message, everybody. If, if if you're listening to this and you've hiked the Ice Age Trail, send me a message. But um, why don't you just go ahead and explain like what exactly this trail is, like where it is, how long it is, all that like basic so, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically it is one of the national scenic trails um in the United States. I think there's eleven total, so it, it is pretty well known. But I mean, I, I didn't I didn't know much of it until I like researched it. But basically, it's like twelve hundred miles long. Um, entirely in the state of Wisconsin. So, you know, a lot, a lot of long distance trails, like, you know, passes through multiple states. Nope. This one is just totally in Wisconsin going basically from the West, to the East or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. So that's so funny because I feel like people, and I'm sure you, I'm sure you got, you've gotten this before. Like p- people don't think of Wisconsin as a state that has like a lot of, especially long distance hiking. Like that's just I just think that's kind of funny. Um, not not like <laughs> I'm just not trying to be offensive to people from Wisconsin, but like like this, from my understanding, anyways, there's not really that many mountains there. Is that correct? There's not mountains, but there's a ton of trees, man. Mm-hmm. Just trees everywhere. A lot of forest, then. Yeah, definitely in the northern part. Um, is this trail a like a circle? Or is it just a line? I should probably see, folks. I'm telling you, I know nothing about this trail. No, I, I mean it, it, it basically goes through like a snake pattern throughout the state. So it goes like east, um, and like when it when it gets to the middle, it goes down, and then a little bit east again, then all the way up until it reaches Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you. 
So it basically like uh, it basically travels along, um, you know, where like the, you know, last uh, ice age um, glaciation, you know, path was because the whole the whole thing of this trail is that it's called the ice age trail. Right. So there's a lot of like um, glacier like, you know, things like kettles, moraines. Uh, I'm, I'm a geology student, so I should know more about this stuff. But <laughs> yeah, nice, man. I actually, I mean, it's in the it's in the name for Christ's sake, but I feel like I just never put that together. So that's kind of that's kind of cool to hear. Um, yeah, I'm looking at a map of it now, and you're right. Like it literally does just snake throughout the state of Wisconsin. It covers like a good. It, it basically covers like almost every corner of the state. It looks like. And again, yeah. I don't know very much about Wisconsin, but um, all right. Since I'm looking at the the picture of the trail here, you know, overlaid on the state. What's up with the section? So I'm going to try to describe it to everybody who's listening. Um, what's up with the section kind of in the middle, like lower middle of the state where all of a yeah, sudden it branched. So I'm trying to describe this like so for everybody listening, it's a you know, it's a zigzag line that kind of snakes throughout the state, like Lucas said. But then at one point it basically splits and then does a goes into a circle and then it you know, loops, meets back up at the bottom and then is back into a straight line. I don't know if that was a very good description of it, but anyways, what's up with that little section there? Like, what do you do for that section? Well, what most people do is just choose either one of the paths. Um, you, you know, to become a through hiker, you only need to do one of those. Um, but I chose to do, I chose to do both of them. No just way. Really? Uh, just because I like to complete everything. That's I don't, savage, I don't wanna, dude. That's savage. I don't want to yeah, leave anything <laughs> behind. So what I did, what I, I did was I just did the whole thing as a loop and then took a ride back to the bottom part. That's so savage. I love that, man. I love yeah, that. But, but the thing about that whole loop is that it's it's only roads. There's no, I mean, there's barely any trail in that, and you know, that whole middle part. It's all walking on roads, like 140, 140 miles of it. So damn, it, it was pretty rough. That, that that was the part of uh, of my hike where uh, it was the hardest. I was getting like a lot of blisters, you know, from hike, hiking on the roads. Mm-hmm. So that was probably like one of the toughest parts of the trail for me. So did you mean that both sides of the loop are all entirely road? Yeah, yeah, it, it's so, all road. So what what's the point of having two different routes then if they're both go on the roads? <laughs> I don't. I know you're maybe not the you're not the best person to answer that question. You didn't make the trail, obviously. Have, but yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> but um, I mean, like like I said, most people don't do them. So I, I'm probably crazy for wa- wanting to walk on 70 more miles of roads. But yeah, that's that's just what I did. Very thorough. Damn. Okay, so one thing I always ask about when I'm learning about new trails like this is the road walking and since you already brought it up maybe it's a good time to kind of transition into that so i feel like and this is just a general observation but a lot of the time on some of the lesser known uh lesser developed trails even there is a decent amount of road walking just because you know takes time to put these trails together not hating on the road walking is just kind of a reality of some of these trails how much of the ice age trail i almost called it the wisconsin trail the ice age trail how much of the ice age trail is roughly estimate um from your observation road walking versus actual like footpath through like the woods and stuff like that um including all the roads all like the bike paths it's probably like around half half roads damn really it's a large yeah it's a large percentage interesting 
That's more than I would have guessed. I mean, I I, I guessed again. I know nothing about the show, but I I probably would have guessed it was like maybe a third, but. Half. Yeah, well, well, well. The thing is that, like, you know, it's you know, it's a lot of farmland, so there's not, you know, you gotta get the owner's permission to put the yeah. trails. It, it's just hard. So. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I understand that. Um, yeah. I guess. I mean, but half of, it's such a long trail too. That's just. I, I guess. When when we're talking roadblocks here, and again, I'm this is just estimation, your observation. Um, are we talking road walks as in like dirt roads out in the middle of nowhere where there's really no cars? Are we talking a lot of it on actual roads that, you know, cars are whizzing by you? Because there's a big difference, like paved roads, you know, there's mm-hmm. a big difference between, you know, these different kinds of road walking, I guess. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't really get very specific there with my question, but can you just kind of talk about that a little bit? Like, is it a lot of like easy road walking or like more annoying road walking, I guess? No, there there wasn't too many like loose gravel kind of roads um, on it, but it, it it was mostly like fully paved. Um, so I mean, it 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 wasn't too bad to walk on it. Like if you're just walking on like you know rock little rocks, that that would be painful. I, mm-hmm. I I've done plenty of that like you know on, on previous trails, but it was pretty smooth. Um, and you know, and there there is a it goes on like county highways. Some are more like you know, rural areas. Um, but, um, there wasn't too many cars whizzing by. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed the stretches where, um, it was just like, there's nowhere, there was no, no one anywhere near me, no cars. But, uh, I, there was a couple of times where it was like on like actual highways and there was like, you know, 20 car, 20 cars a minute or more yeah, than fuck that. that. I hate that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Those are the, those are the worst. And th- that's what actually, um, led to like some of my blisters from uh from happening because the thing i was like you know i walk on the left side um, of the road and then i there you know there's like a little indent um the you know the left side is a little bit you know shorter yeah um, you know where like yeah. the water drainage goes in and so like i was like kind of walking weird when i was when i was like trying to avoid cars so that that led to some like foot issues. Oh, really? Can you kind of elaborate on that a little bit more? Like what, like what happened to your feet? I know you'd mentioned. Well, some I was like, I was my left foot was like, I was you know walking like sideways, and my right foot was normal, mm-hmm. and it was like, like you know rubbing in my foot was going on, and I was I was getting a few blisters because of that. Damn. Um. Yeah, that's no fun. Fucking roadwalks do like fuck your feet up for sure. Like paved ones. I never yeah. seem to mind, and granted, I haven't done like that many miles on them. I've never done like a full day of, of road walking, but like, I feel like the dirt roads are usually not too bad. I actually kind of like them a lot of the time. Again, in yeah. the context that I've experienced them, at least because like it's kind of like easy miles usually. But walking on pavement, even if it's a seldom traveled road, is not very fun for my experience <laughs> i can only imagine yeah, doing like it, it's even more hard on it. when you're wearing like um worn down shoes without as much protection as they you know used to be yeah. with like <laughs> it, and so like i was in like the middle part of the trail uh my feet were like my shoes were done i was walking on you know that all that roads all those roads i was i was i was uh i was not too, doing too well at that point no <laughs> shit yeah <laughs> Um, I should have asked you this at the beginning, but like, how how long did your hike take? Like, when did you start? When did you finish? Um, it took uh, around forty six days. So um, what's I'm trying to I'm not gonna be able to. So do this I I head. averaged 
just over uh, 26 miles a day. Oh, so you were doing – Fuck, yeah. Yeah, you were doing big miles. And I guess, again, a lot of it's – I'm assuming it's pretty flat like most of this trail. Is that, is that a fair assumption? Um. Yeah, it's mostly flat. I mean, there's hilly parts, but yeah, it, it's not too bad. It's not like anywhere near like Appalachian Trail. Gotcha. You know, okay. You got. I'm coming from like up here. I live in Vermont, so like northeast yeah. standards of like you know two thousand plus foot climbs a lot of the time. So I guess that's not too bad. But I mean, twenty six miles is still a lot of miles to be doing every day, regardless of of uh-huh. the terrain, uh, especially if a lot of it's on. Uh, pavement and stuff too that's fucking crazy <laughs> yeah. uh, did you plan on just like going hard like that or is that just uh, that's a, that's a dumb question but i don't know when you did the buckeye trail previously did you do it at like a similar pace so that's just kind of like your style or were you yeah, just I like mean, i was i was a few years younger but i mean i i, I just i just <laughs> Bro, like you're only 20 <laughs> don't, don't give I, me I, I mean like i was you know 18 year old years old but yeah i was i, I was just planning to do I'm not going at like an uncomfortable pace where I have to like rush, you know, rush or something. I'm just going, uh, you know, a fast pace that I'm comfortable with doing day after day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very fascinated by this road walking stuff. Clearly, I'm going to ask you a bunch of more questions about this or, or somewhat, somewhat related. So I'm sure you've heard of the North Country Trail before. Is the Ice Age Trail part of the North Country Trail at all? Do those overlap uh, at all? I don't. I do not think so. I know no. the Buckeye Trail goes through it, but okay, maybe that's Con- what I was thinking of. Trail, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so the North Country Trail it extends into Vermont here, um, and the reason that I found out about this is this is probably like a little over a year ago now. One time I was just driving, like after a day hike I had done, and I literally just drove past a North Country Trail sign on the side of the road. I was on like a dirt road, like kind of back road, and I was like shit i was like i didn't i didn't even know the north country trail like went all the way over here um so i like got out and then i researched some more and anyways it turns out a lot of the north country trail here uh in vermont anyways it follows like dirt roads and stuff and and, you know some paved roads too it sounds like relatively similar to what you're describing on parts of the ice age trail and i guess my but okay actually hold up hold up Kyle. every now and then though in Vermont, it looks like it kind of dips into like little trail systems and then it kind of comes back out to the roads. I guess my question is how often was the Ice Age Trail just straight up like all day on a road versus maybe like on a road for a few miles, duck into the woods for a few miles and then come back out and then, you know, just kind of trade off like that. Um, was it more just like when you're in the forest, you're in the forest for like long sections and then you're on the road for long sections? Or was it kind of like a mix of both you could see in a single day? Um, does that make sense? I kind of like went on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess I'm just wondering about like the mix between road walking and like forests and how frequent and stuff like that. Yeah, well, well, that middle section was was basically like the, you know, higher high, highest percentage of roads on the trail. I mean, any other part of the trail um, there, you'd be going like probably each day in um, in wooded areas. Um, you know, for at least a few miles. Um, and then there can be some longer stretches of road. Sometimes, you know, in the western part, uh, northern um, is where, you know, there's like a whole huge forest that crosses through the state. And there's a lot, there's a lot of, um, of you know, uh, wooded areas where um, you can just walk on the wilderness. And there, there'd only be like pretty short uh, road stretches to, n- to the next trail. Okay. So that's not like too bad then. Um, no, it's not too bad. Cause if anything, it maybe gives you a little bit of a break. Um, that's, that's good to hear because I, I feel like the road walking and again, I haven't had to do a ton of road walking on the, on the hikes that I've done, but I feel like 
the road walking would be a lot more tolerable and maybe even a little bit enjoyable if it was kind of you know <laughs> at least not all day every day uh so i don't know that that's good to hear i guess um one more question kind of related to the road walking can we talk about camping so when you're in the woods like camping's no issue i'm assuming but like when you're let's just say you know on a through hike a lot of the time or at least a long through hike like this you can't really like plan out your campsites every night i mean i guess you could but i feel like most people probably don't do that for a 1200 mile hike and so you might just kind of end up you know with your mileage like oh shit it's the end of the day and like Mm -hmm. there's like i'm on a road like on a you know surrounded by private property like how do you deal with the camping in those circumstances, which it sounds like are probably relatively common on this trail. Yeah. Like how do you, how do you deal with that? Yeah. Well, I, I didn't plan, I, I didn't plan ahead at all during this trail. Like I didn't even look ahead at, you know, <laughs> campsites. I, I was just walking it and, you know, I never knew where I was going to like sleep the next night. So, but regarding, um, you know, ending my day on roads. Um, so the thing is I, I don't want to camp, um, just i don't want to go in someone's backyard and just plop up a you know tent right? yeah yeah wake up to a dude you know dogs barking guns <laughs> but um no i i what i do is just knock on people's doors ask permission if i can just um you know set up my tent somewhere on their property and it, it, it usually it works um in most cases mm-hmm. really that's yeah. that's that's like kind of cool to hear um not, not I mean, all. It's, it's the only thing I can do, right? I was gonna say, yeah, it's I like, no, I really or you no just can't option. be illegally, which obviously we're not gonna condone yeah. that. But I, I can imagine that that probably that must happen at some points for for people who hike trails like this. <laughs> like it's it's gotta yeah. happen. At some well, point. I mean, even even if even in like the wilderness parts, there's no there's not too many like designated campsites. Um, so I just really camped wherever in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually another question I was gonna ask you. Um, I I guess speaking of like you know asking people's permission and i guess just the locals that live along the trail like generally how familiar like with the trail and the concept of through hikers and through hiking were these people like were they like used to even though it's not a super popular trail like were they still used to seeing like hikers go by or were some of them still like i have no fucking idea like what this like kid's doing (laughs) well no these locals like they they see hikers pass through you know um, on the roads once in a while so they definitely know it's there uh, most people know of the know of the ice age road because i mean it, it's pretty big in wisconsin mm-hmm. it's okay. pretty big so a lot of people do know about it well that's good to hear at least um did you have any experiences where maybe people weren't like super stoked to have you uh you know be asking permission to camp on their property or just being near their property this backpacker this this backpacker stranger walking through or anything that was a terrible way to ask that question but any any like bad responses to uh to your presence as a through hiker um well when i asked permission um they either just said yes so that's cool or no so i just went on my way so i didn't really like create any bad experience you know i was i was being like respectful to like everyone in their property but there was this one time that um was kind of unfortunate where I knocked on this, um, on this woman's house. Um, she was like a really, she was, she was really old. Um, but she gave me water and then I asked, um, for her permission if I could just put my tent, um, on her property. So I did that. And, um, 
you know, I was setting up my tent, and right as I finished setting it up, I was literally in my, you know, my butt in in the tent. Um, I was about to um, close it up for the night, go to sleep, and there's this guy who who just pulled up on an ATV across the road, mm-hmm. and so he basically just told me um, that um, I I cannot I cannot um, camp there because apparently um, he's the owner like of the land. Uh-huh. Uh, even though like the woman gave me permission, I guess he owns the land so he can have like the final say. And so like, he just, he just flat out kicked me off the property. Um, I was, I wasn't going to like argue it. No, you know? no. I was just, you know, he was just sitting back at his ATV, just watching me like, uh, you know, pack everything back up. And so, yeah, that, that was basically that. I just, um, I just walked like 10 more minutes at like nine o'clock, you know, it was, it was pretty dark out. And then. Uh, I mean, you know, I was just uh, knocking on more doors, and I, I finally got a place uh, for the night. Damn, I, w- I wonder why he like wouldn't be about you camping there, especially if you were already set up. Like he could probably have told or told wow, t- <laughs> told I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying here. Um, he probably could tell that you weren't like it's not like you were making a big fire or like, you know, making a mess or having a party or anything. There's like one yeah. guy with his tent. Like, yeah. I don't really understand. Grant, I wasn't there. Why he like wouldn't be about that, but. I well, guess... I, yeah, I mean like he was, he was going off about like, uh, like it, it's my road and I don't, I don't recognize the ice age trail going, oh. going on my road. Oh, and, interesting. And all that. I guess he had, he probably had like bad experiences with hikers in the past that mm. was probably because like yeah that, that was probably it yeah obviously it wasn't anything that like you specifically did interesting yeah. he might maybe maybe it was in totally speculation here everybody clearly but um maybe it was just like the concept of the trail like going through his road or whatever in general like maybe he just like isn't about that and so he's just not going to do anybody like any favors i don't know that's kind of that's kind of bizarre hopefully hopefully his mind changes at some point um yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like probably not. Um, but that that was the only bad experience I had on the trail. That that was it. That's good to hear. And it sounds like you were doing this a decent amount at least. So, um, here's I last question about the the road walking shit. I promise everybody. But um, one thing I hear about trails with like a, a lot of road walking, and I haven't experienced this yet myself, thankfully. But um, I hear I've heard this about the CVT. I've also heard this about the Sheltoe Trace in Kentucky. I think it's in Kentucky, yeah, um, or Tennessee, maybe. I don't, I don't remember. But um, I've heard that sometimes when you're doing a lot of road walking like this, like people's dogs can kind of be a bit of an issue, like because you're walking by people's houses and on their or by their property and stuff. And sometimes people don't keep their dogs like leashed up, especially in you know rural areas and shit like that. So did you ever have any like experiences with people's dogs like not being super stoked that you were walking by anything like scary like that? Yeah, I mean, most, mo- you know, I didn't have um, a problem most of the trail. There was just this one day where, like, I had three like different occasions where a mm. dog was, you know, coming up to me. The first time, um, or I mean, the other two weren't too bad. There was just a dog like barking at me, uh, you know, running up to me a little, but a little bit. But there, there's this one one occasion where this where this huge ass dog was just sprinting at me oh and i was like i was like oh my god but i was uh I, I was about to kick it but um I, I just like kept backing up and you know he was barking like super aggressively uh-huh uh, but i just kept backing up and eventually he screwed off so 
That's yeah. like that's like it, that it makes me close. nervous. That makes that shit makes me nervous because like there's literally like nothing you can do in in that circumstance. And like I said, I've never I've never experienced it myself. Thankfully, I feel like it probably will eventually. But um, yeah, no, that's uh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. But it is what it is, I guess. Um, how about like since we're talking about animals now? I don't like I said I don't know anything. This got to be bears in Wisconsin, right? Are there yeah, bears? Yeah, they're they're black bears. Yeah, black bears. Yeah. Um, how like prevalent are they? Do you did you might <laughs> you might not want to talk about this maybe, but uh, did you like hang your food when you could, or are you just like asleep <laughs> sleep with your food in your nah, tent? Nah, kind of I'm I'm just lazy. I'm tired after the day. I'm just putting my stuff in, in my tent and going to bed. I I don't do any of that hanging. Yeah, stuff. I, I'm guessing assumption here that. Maybe there are some spots in Wisconsin that have bear trouble, but if you're if you're on a trail that doesn't get like as much use, then it's less apt for. Again, I'm not I'm not saying people shouldn't hang their food, but like, you know, I'm guessing there's probably not like wicked bad like bear problems like there is on like the AT, for instance. Where well, I mean, those those are different bears we're talking about, like grizzlies. No, um, there's no grizzlies on the AT. What 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 bears are there? Uh, just black bears. But there, what, what I'm what I was saying is that. There's oh, I think a, that was like Western I was talking about, or Western I was thinking about, United States. Yeah, I'm talking about the Appalachian Trail. Like, there's a lot of campsites. When I say bear problems, grizzlies are a whole another a whole another bear problem. But yeah. uh, but uh, on the AT, there's just a lot of campsites and parts of the trail even that get so much use that like the bears have just gotten used to people there and like they've just gotten good at like getting into people's food and stuff. So you have to be like wicked careful about about your food like when i first started backpacking up here in vermont it really wasn't much of an issue so i never hung my food i never did any of that but when i went to hike the appalachian trail in 2018 i had to like be pretty careful about especially down south because yeah i mean there's campsites where bears are just like getting into people's food like nonstop because maybe that maybe not nonstop. that's an exaggeration but quite frequently um to the point where they they've even like started to require you know, bear canisters in a few spots if you want to camp there, and they put a lot of bear boxes in to protect people's food and stuff. So it sounds like there's really nothing uh, like that on the on the Ice Age Trail, which is uh, which is good. Um, well, yeah, I, I just didn't take any pre, pre you know, <laughs> I, I just didn't take uh, any. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, you know, a lot of people do prepare for that stuff. I didn't do any of that. Um, I I didn't bring. I didn't even bring a knife with me. I didn't bring bear spray. Uh, I was totally like defenseless. What about um, um? Did you see any bears? I I did see uh, my first um, bear experience ever was like on my sixth day, and there was there's it was like just at dawn. Um, there was a bear. There was a ba- there was a baby bear. Um, right outside my tent. Um, it was like it was oh. like shoving its body like right <laughs> where my food was. <laughs> um, and then it was like peeking its snout like underneath my rainfly. So, I mean, that that was like the closest I've gotten to bear, but it, it eventually, uh, you know, ran away. Nice. That's good to hear. <laughs> yeah. And then there was another occasion where I saw some bears in, in the distance. Well, it sounds like there's there's definitely some bears on this trail then, but it's like, it's probably not, again, assuming here, folks, but it's probably not the same as, it can't be the same as the AT where it, like there's a bunch of problems with bears getting into people's food and becoming accustomed to humans and stuff like that so even bears in wisconsin are mostly like scared exactly exactly they're they're not used to people so they're just like fucking off um again still in my opinion you still hang your food but you know i'm not gonna i'm not the i'm not the food policeman 
especially on trails like this. Um, water. Let's talk about water. So that's something that you definitely need to research or generally speaking, like research, like what the water situation is on a trail before you go through hike it, not like research each individual water source, obviously, but, um, how frequent is the water on this trail? Like, is it like, is it dry enough that you have to like pay attention again? I've never been to Wisconsin or is it kind of like over here on the East coast where most of the time, not always, but most of the time you can kind of just wing it a little bit, if you know what I mean? Um, so being that, you know, with all like the more roads, that means more, you know, people, more water fountains. So most of the trail actually didn't need to filter any water from like streams or anything like that. Interesting. Um, a lot of the time I just knocked at people's houses because I mean, get the guaranteed like cleaner, cleaner water. Yeah. Right. Um, so most of the time I did that, but in like the first like 400 miles in the Western part, I did do, um, some filtering. But I had like a really bad water filter. It wasn't bad, but it just took like 30 minutes for like two of my bottles to like filter. So I definitely uh, did it. You know, I, sh- I should have gotten like a new filter. Um, that was a lot. Uh, that was a lot quicker. Bro, you gotta get on the Sawyer. The Sawyer. I, I I did have a Sawyer <laughs> before. Uh, I'll probably go back to it, but I had it like break, so I tried out like, oh, no. like this new new like pumping thing. Um, that it, it just, yeah, it just did not work out. Damn. Um, so a lot of the time it sounds like you were getting water from people's houses then. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time. Interesting. Or, or like water fountains or like gas station, you know, sinks or something like that. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. I guess shit. That's one thing I haven't asked about yet is resupply. Um, how frequent are you walking near like grocery stores and gas stations and stuff like that? Um, so th- there's like one stretch, um, for like 200 miles or so where there was only like a few spots on the trail. Um, but you know, every other part of the trail, there was like, you know, there were stops like at least like every, every other day. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I really had no trouble, um, resupplying, but at, at that, at that point in like the, um, in like that whole wilderness section, um, I definitely, um, you know, I, I don't I don't like carrying a lot of food because I'm I'm cautious about weight. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely I uh, didn't bring as much food as I needed to. Oh shit. <laughs> um, so I was I was yeah I was not eating enough then. But I I was, I was happy to get off that section and then just go back to like eating, you know, at gas stations or, or you know restaurants <laughs> like every day. Yeah. Um. Were there any times that you can think of where you had to go off of the trail to resupply? Like more than just like you know, point five or whatever. Um, I mean, I did. Um, I did try to hitchhike this one time. Uh, it's my. It was my first like attempt doing it ever. Um, and it it wasn't it wasn't uh that great. I mean, <laughs> no. I, did, I I it was like a like the the town was like a, I think like a mile away. Um, so I tried to, or I, no, I think it was like two miles away or something like that, mm-hmm. maybe a mile and a half, but I tried to like hitchhike, but I just ended up like walking on the road most of the time. Like I, I didn't stop. I just was like walking and then, and then like trying to, you know, get a ride. Um, oh bro. Yeah. That, that, that very rarely works out. You gotta, you gotta commit to the hitchhike. I, I, well, I feel well, like, the, yeah. I mean, the thing is like, if if I stay there and like no one picks me up, then <laughs> you're kinda, you gotta just, walk eventually. Yeah, I'm no. <laughs> just like wasting time. Yeah, so, that's true. That's I mean, true. I, I was just walking like you know, I may as well 
you know, try to hitchhike. But I, I you know, of that like whole three miles uh, that I wanted to save, only like 0.5 I was in a car. So, oh, damn. So you got to ride yeah. eventually, though. Yeah, I got to ride eventually. But <laughs> it, it was it was at the point where I like I, I, I was just like barely at the town. Hey, so. it still counts for something. I remember one time on yeah. my AT through hike, there was a restaurant that was, I think, 0.4 off the trail down a road. And it was like raining and I just did not want to walk it. And it was a pretty heavily trafficked road. And honestly, hitchhiking on the AT uh, is way easier than I'm sure it is on this trail. So I remember I just like, I just hitchhiked it. And when, when I got in the car and like when we, I was literally in the car for like a minute and then I was like, oh, this is the restaurant. I just like played it off. Like I didn't realize how close it was. I was like, oh, sorry, man. Like I thought it was further. And the guy like totally bought it. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. So I basically just kind of snaked my way into saving a 0.4 roadwalk there. Um, so it still counts for something, right? But I guess mm-hmm. it's, it's I'm, I'm making a lot of assumptions in this episode, but it's probably fair to assume that hitchhiking on a trail like the Appalachian Trail is going to be easier because the locals are just because it's way more heavily trafficked. Like the locals by hikers, that is, um, the locals are the locals are more used to, you know, hikers coming through, and so they're more accustomed to seeing hikers hitchhiking and stuff like that. But with a trail like the Ice Age Trail, um, I'm guessing that maybe the the lesser amount of hikers means that people are going to be less apt to pick up hitchhikers if they're just not familiar with. Uh, through hiking but i don't know yeah um, that, that's right basically seems to make sense right um so i guess uh i got i got a few more questions i want to ask about like more general things about mainly why you decided to hike this trail and the <laughs> and the buckeye trail no offense um but while we're still talking about logistics here uh i think another important logistical question is the resource you used for hiking your trails, right? So um, the Ice Age Trail, I know there's a gut hook for it, but uh, did you use the gut hook? Was that like your primary navigation for this I trail? Did, I did use the gut hook. Yeah, it, it was great. I didn't use any paper maps. I just completely ride, uh, relied on gut hook. And uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Do you know of any like paper maps or guidebooks that exist for this trail? It's gonna uh, be something, right? Yeah, there definitely are guidebooks. Uh, I I didn't do I I just didn't really look into those, mm-hmm. but they definitely they're def they definitely exist. How um how frequent were the comments on Gut Hook? Because I know like one of the at least from my experience, anyways, like one of the big advantages or there's a lot of advantages of Gut Hook, honestly, but one of the advantages is uh. The comments you know people updating like info like oh like you can stealth camp here or like oh this water source is dry or it's not dry or whatever um like how frequent were like the comments being updated or were they not even like a factor for this trail like what do you think um there there wasn't too many comments there's only like you know three different dudes posting you know <laughs> comments um, but i mean there's there's some information about um campsites you know parks and like outlets and you know stuff like that water crossings as well so mm-hmm. there, 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 there are a few comments that definitely helped i i wonder why and you're not gonna have an answer for this but i wonder why they decided to like i'm glad this trail's on gut hook but it just seems like kind of a random one for me <laughs> because like there's other trails i know of that are definitely more popular than this trail at least from my understanding maybe maybe i'm wrong honestly like I, i've never been to wisconsin like i've said five times in this episode but 
it just seems like there's other like more popular trails but for some that don't have gut hook but for some reason <laughs> this trail does which i just think it's kind of this is kind of interesting and honestly one of the things that made me curious about this trail is i have a friend who recently accidentally bought the ice age trail on gut hook oh, yeah. <laughs> and she was like shit like i did not mean to buy this <laughs> i just bought like she's, a... got, she's got to hike it now <laughs> that's what i told her i was like well shit i guess we're going to hike the ice age trail instead of the top of rim trail but i was like fuck um but that was like honestly that was like one of the things that kind of piqued my curiosity about this trail um otherwise i probably wouldn't have even known that it that it had a gut hook to be honest but okay so i gotta ask you <sighs> I'm going to try to ask this without sounding like a dick, but I'm probably just going to sound like a dick. So I'm just going to say it. Why did you choose this trail? <laughs> like, what was it about the Ice Age Trail? And again, I don't know much about it. So maybe I clearly I'm missing something. Um, What was it about this trail that made you want to like through hike it versus like all the other trails that you could have through hiked that are similar, <laughs> um, similar length? <laughs> well, the Buckeye Trail w- was a similar length to this Ice Age Trail, so I thought I was I was you know confident in doing it, and I can't do like a longer trail because I only had like you know three months mm-hmm. between that's fair you know semesters, um, but I, you know I, I chose it for um, the similarity of course, and then you know like the glacial features of it since like I am a geology student, so and it was I just want to explore like a new state because I never stepped in Wisconsin before. Really? Um, before going, yeah, doing the trail. So I just wanted to, you know, go to go to a new state. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I don't know. I just feel like, <laughs> I just feel like the, the buck. Okay, actually, let me back it up. <laughs> you disrespected Wisconsin, bro. A little bit, a little bit. I'm sorry, everybody. I know I got listeners over there and shit, but, um, I, I'm looking at Google Maps now. For some reason, I pictured Wisconsin being closer to Ohio than it is. But I was gonna ask you why the Buckeye Trail next, but I'm guessing, I'm guessing that the fact that you're from ohio does that have something yeah, to do with it pretty much yeah that's fair okay if it was anybody else i would probably be like and again i don't know shit about the buckeye trail maybe it's beautiful but i just know that people make fun of it a lot <laughs> and say it's not really i got a couple friends the shell brothers or another another youtube group in there they're from ohio and they make fun of the buckeye trail all the time so that's that's basically where i get this from i guess but i don't know it makes sense like you're from ohio like you want to hike it and i guess it makes sense the progression, um, the Ice Age Trail being relatively similar to the Buckeye Trail. I guess I guess that makes sense. And then the length too. I didn't really think about that, but I guess if you're in school, yeah, it's like but that's like the perfect length to get like a long ass hike in without having to take time off school. Cause to do like the PCT or the AT, I mean some people definitely do it like between semesters, but like that's that's not normal, I guess I would say. Uh so I, I I guess that makes sense then. Um, yeah, I, I actually did have you know plenty of time because uh, I I did go through it quick, so I, I still had like two months to go. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I was kind of disappointing when I re- I, w- I was kind of disappointed when I reached the end because I just had like so much more in me that I that I wanted to keep going. But really, I mean, yeah, like the trail had to end at some point. That's cool to hear because. You know, granted, the, this trail's not as long as the AT or the PCT or the CDT, but, like, that's still a lot of hiking. 1,200 miles is a lot mm-hmm. of fucking hiking. A lot of people drop out on long-distance thru-hikes well before that that mile point. And the fact that you were just, like, stoked on it and, like, trying to keep going after that many miles, that's that's impressive to me. That's crazy. I know when I finished the long trail, 
over here in Vermont, which is not even close to 1,200 miles, you know, so I'm not trying to make that comparison, but that was 270 miles. And after that hike, I was like, that's the only time where I've ever been like, I want to fucking keep going. Like, I definitely wanted mm. to keep going after that. But after the AT, after 2,200 miles, I was like, fuck no. Like, I was, I'm glad I did it and I want to do another long distance through hike, but I was definitely ready to be done. I would not, I did not want to hike another mile after that. Um, well, well, that was me after the Buckeye Trail. Was so it? That, okay. That, okay. Yeah, well, that, that, that was different. Okay. So what was different then? Like, why do you think there's that, like that difference in like your attitude at the end? Um, I, I don't know. I was just, I was just kind of homesick. Um, you know, I just wanted to be home. I was like, you know, that was like the first time I was away from home for like that long. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that was part of it. Was that like right? So you said it was right after you graduated college that you did the Buckeye Trail? Uh, high school. Or excuse me, that's what I meant. Yeah, high school. Yeah. So between high school and college, uh, is that what it was? Um, basically, and then I, I took a year off college, so okay. it, it took like three months, the Buckeye Trail. But still, that was the first time you were away from home for that long. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah that that's oh, like alone alone as well. Yeah, man. No, I that's that's actually pretty okay. So. How did you – this is probably some stuff I should have asked at the beginning, but better late than never. Um, what made you decide to get into thru-hiking in the first place? Like how did you discover like thru-hiking, like, uh, just the concept <laughs> in general? I don't, I don't even know to be honest. I, I just know that um, I'm mostly like in- indoors playing computer games You know, most of the times. So I just wanted to like uh, an adventure really. So you don't uh, remember like how like you like first learned about it? Uh, I, I don't know. I was just researching, you know, hikes and then it, you know, turned into like long distance hikes. I was, <laughs> I like, I like looked at a map of the U S and there was like all these different like trail systems. So, yeah, that's cool. I just, I just think that's interesting because again, you're younger. I feel like than the average, there are, you know, there's certainly people your age that through hikes still I'm saying it's like, like a rarity, but it's definitely a little bit more uncommon and i was in the same boat when i was you know when i was a little bit younger god i sound like a fucking grandpa here when i was your age but (laughs) 25 i'm still young everybody but uh i don't know i just think that's that's interesting because i don't think there's many 20 year olds hiking 1200 mile circles through ohio or however the fuck long the buckeye trail is like there's there's not (laughs) that's cool honestly um going back to the ice age trail anyways how many other through hikers did you see you know roughly per day or just total like while you were on your ice age trail through hike um probably around like five i'd say five total the- or five per day no no Definitely not, not, not five not per day, day. No, no, <laughs> yeah no. that's what um, that's what i thought i just want to make sure yeah i mean there there's probably I, I don't know how many like in this season there's probably like i guess like 20 through hikers i'd assume some somewhere around that in this damn season. that's t- so, that's tiny I, I did pass through, uh, or I did meet a few along the way. How about, and that doesn't surprise me, honestly. That's probably about what I would have guessed for a trail like this. Um, how about section hikers? So people that are doing multiple days backpacking, but aren't like doing the whole trail. Do people section, some people must section hike, you know, backpack uh, on there, the... there, There's a lot of section hikers, yeah. Definitely definitely way more than uh, through hikers. Okay. Well, that's so good I, to hear at I least. Did, I did meet um, probably like a few each day, honestly. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. And then I'm sure there's, you know, depending on the section, there's some day hikers and stuff, but... Um, yeah, just some regular people, you know, walking. Yeah, yeah well. even just like by their homes and shit. 
were there any days where you did you so you must have seen people at least a little bit every day basically um yeah um there's a few days where i just did not see anyone maybe like a farmer on on his tractor or something or something or like but yeah i mean i i saw like coming out of like the western section that was where um it was there was just not a lot of people at all but for the rest of the trail i saw plenty of people Mm -hmm. per day you Mm -hmm. know in town and stuff like that yeah i gotcha i gotcha that that's that's i don't know (laughs) i feel like if it were me and i was on a trail where there was that few other through hikers every time i did meet a through hiker i'd probably be like just pounding them with questions about fucking all the shit i was going to be coming up to um (laughs) are you are you that kind of hiker or are you a little bit more like quiet like kept to yourself just kind of give them the nod and keep going like i don't know how i i'm just like curious because i've never hiked a trail where there's that few through hikers so like what's the experience like when you finally do pass somebody uh (laughs) that's like Um, actually like doing exactly what you're doing since it's uh since it's so rare i mean for me i generally don't um i just you know mind my own business and hike you know I, I don't i don't really stop to talk to a lot of people i mean if if people like talk to me and like ask questions then you know i'll talk to them but i'm not like the person like go up to people and you know just have ca- casual conversation unless you know i'm like asking like uh you know a question about like resupply or yeah or yeah logistics so. and stuff um <laughs> damn that's that's crazy um let's see what is a little more general going back to the Buckeye trail a little bit here. So you're, you're like just finishing up high school. (laughs) Was it like shortly after you graduated that you set off on the Buckeye trail or did, was there some time between? Um, There's only three days. So no, (laughs) no, no. So like you're about to, (laughs) so you must've been planning before you graduated. Obviously I would hope. Uh, yeah, about like a year or so. Oh shit! So, so I, you spent a while. Da- yeah, okay, I, I okay. didn't know what I was gonna do. But you had this idea to hike the Buckeye Trail for a while then before you actually got out there. Uh, yeah, basically. What What was the reaction from your friends and family when you started to like tell them about this? Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go walk a fucking circle around the entire state. Like that's as like an 18 year old. Or even seventeen year old, maybe when you were first planning, like that's like that's gotta they must have a little bit of a reaction to that. I don't know, fuck. Yeah, I mean, uh my my parents um were, were kinda worried about like safety concerns of me going alone. You know, Understandably all that time. so, yeah. Uh but I mean every everyone thought it was cool basically. They didn't think but, you were uh, like I, nuts. I, <laughs> I mean, I didn't really say too much of it. I didn't really talk about too much of it before I did it because I mean, there's always the possibility that, you know, I quit, you know, halfway mm. through. Then I, I'd have to do Smart something like explaining to do. Smart man. So, you know, I, I, I you know, I, I had all the glory when, when I finished it. So that's actually that's cool to hear. I was the same way with my AT through hike. Um, you know, obviously, like I told some people like my parents knew and yeah. stuff and I talked to them about it quite a bit. But like for the most part. Because I, I, I started the AT right after I graduated college, so kind of oh, similar. Nice. Like, literally, campus graduation and was on Springer Mountain, like, two days later. Um, and so, I, I was the same way. I didn't really talk about it with that many people. I tried to be kind of tight-lipped about it. And for the exact same reason that you just said, I was like, fuck, like, I could be out there for a week and then and then quit for whatever reason. So, I don't want to just, like, talk this up and then, <laughs> you know, which happens sometimes. And, you know, it is what it is. But... You know, I'm not trying to shit on any shit on anybody who's had to quit a through hike, but 
I don't know. That's that's. I just think that's a that's a smart move. Um, let's see. We're getting towards the end of the episode here. Are there? I'm gonna ask a few more like logistical questions about the Ice Age trail. Are there any? Sh- are there any shelters like lean tos or anything on this trail at all? Um, there are a few shelters. Um, not many. There there really aren't a lot. So I, I, I really didn't go in into shelters or like designated campsites much at all because like I said, I don't plan my day out. Mm-hmm. Um so I just I just stopped wherever, you know, when it was getting dark. Uh-huh. I see. Um What was I gonna ask? Oh, f- oh oh yeah. Uh is there a trail association or like nonprofit group or anything like who maintains this trail, I guess is what I'm asking. Like who oversees it? Uh, yeah, there, there's, de- there's definitely like a, I, I passed through the headquarters of the ice age trail Alliance is, is what it's called. Ice age so trail I, Alliance. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I did meet, um, the, the, the guys over there. Um, so yeah, there's, there's definitely a, a good volunteer system over there. So mm-hmm. most of the trail is, is really, is really maintained. Gotcha. Gotcha. How well, how well blazed or marked? Actually, first of all, are there like blazes? Like, how is this trail marked? Like, I don't even know. Uh, yellow blazes. Yellow. Bla- oh shit. Okay. Okay. Inter- interesting. I wonder why. I'm sure you might not know the answer to this. You don't have to know the answer to this, but I wonder why they chose yellow instead of the, the normal white. I guess it makes sense. Like they wanted to be different from the AT. It's a different trail, but I wonder why yellow, huh? I mean, um, Buckeye Trail had blue, so maybe it's like the you know it's different for each trail. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's been yeah it, it is it isn't it isn't right because like over here like the Long Trail is white blaze, the AT is white blaze, like the Foothill Trails, the Foothills yeah, Trail is white blaze. Thing. Maybe it, yeah, maybe it's an East Coast thing. It's a yeah, fuck, I don't know. Um, which I mean, it makes sense though. Like obviously, like not every trail is gonna fucking just be like, oh, we have to do the same blaze colors as everything else like the florida trail i know is like the orange like the florida mm-hmm. orange like that makes sense i guess so the more i say this actually the the dumber that my original comment of like i wonder why they didn't do white sounds so i i'll walk that back a little bit as um, long as a as a blaze is isn't brown then it should be fine <laughs> brown you don't like brown blazes? Yes. No, <laughs> why is that <laughs> I, I can't see them dude i get lost yeah that's true that's true that's like the white blazes here during the winter it's like not that I'm ever gonna through hike during the winter, but day hiking even on like the long trail here in Vermont, it's like fuck, I can't see these blazes. Yeah, I guess brown. Although yellow, yellow in the fall maybe could be a little bit hard to see. I feel like blue, like a nice like blue blaze, like that's gotta be like the easiest to see in all conditions because that's just not like a natural color at all. I don't know, at least yeah. for for the forest. But I digress. Um. All right, so I guess uh, I guess we might as well get into some stories here. Maybe a couple stories because you mentioned before we started recording here that you had a couple. Um, did you? I know you told the one about the the camping on that guy's land where he told you to to leave. Um, you mentioned you had a couple other a couple other stories, right? Yeah, I do have a couple other ones. Let's get into them, man. All right, so. There's this. Uh, it was. It was about like two weeks on the trail. Um, I was. I was planning to meet um, a trail volunteer um, for like a resupply. You know, drive out to a gas station. Um, but I. I looked at like the day before. I looked at the weather forecast and it showed like 30 degrees and like raining. 
uh, which I mean, I I was prepared for like summer conditions, so I I did not I was not prepared for like freezing and cold. Uh, you know, I I only carried like a light jacket, no gloves at all. Mm-hmm. So I I just I I was basically like, uh, can you like drive me to like a hotel on the next day? <laughs> but I did uh, that morning. I walked like a, a few miles to get to like the meeting spot. I mean, it, it it was not fun. It was like it was like a huge storm system. It was raining like the whole day. But this was the morning. I was like around like 30 degrees probably, and just like pouring. And like the That's whole no trip, the whole trail was like flooded as well. <laughs> so I was wading through water. Uh, I was freezing. I I was wearing all my clothes. Um, and then I, I finally got to the spot and I was like, I, I waited like a, a, like probably like 30 minutes for him to come. And I was like sheltered in like this, um, porta potty, just like, you know, taking all of uh, my white stuff. <laughs> so, and, and yeah, it, it was not fun, but, um, rain I, I, and cold is never fun. Fuck that. Yeah. Especially when you're not prepared for it. No, well. definitely not. What time of year, it, what time of year was this? Um, this was just like a, a few months, so like the start of summer, basically the end of spring. So it was, it was probably like June 1st when it happened. Okay. Damn. So, 30 degrees in, in June though. Like that's great. And yeah, I don't live that, in Wisconsin, was, so I don't fucking know if that's normal or not, but that yeah, just sounds that crazy. Was, uh, the next day when I was in the hotel, that was actually the only day where I actually took a break. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I, so if it wasn't for that, I would have just kept going, you know, each day, but that was literally the only took the only break i took that's savage dude yeah <laughs> that's savage um okay what was what was the what was the other one the other story um so i was uh i was basically just um just walking around trying to find you know ask permission for a place to camp and uh, i went to this house um it, it was like eight o'clock you know it's completely dark by like probably like nine mm-hmm in Wisconsin, so I was looking for a place, and I was like asking this uh, woman's permission, and she was uh she was like, all right, let me call my husband, and then um yeah, I waited there for around like 15 minutes, so 15 <laughs> 20 minutes, and then she like I was like knocking on the door like uh, you know can you you know <laughs> did he uh, say yes or like can I just you know <laughs> I, I don't know man like are, what what are you doing you're not yeah. even answering your door, and I was just like. You know, if you want, if you want me to leave, then say I'll leave, and then you know, say say uh say I I can leave. Yeah, but like, no it was trouble. like such like a waste of time. So, and then it was probably like I don't know, but it was it was like dark at that point, and I was just like walking to each house, but uh, there wasn't houses for like probably like point two miles or like more, which is like five you know like five minutes of walking between each house. So that was that was like a lot of time when um. You know, I, I, cause I don't like walk, I don't like knocking on doors when it's like dark out. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of sketchy. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I was like, it was basically at the point where it was like completely dark and I was just like running, um, you know, trying to find a house <laughs> because, because like I, and there was like not even like, like any woods to camp in. It was just like all farmland. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do? Camp on someone's like crops. <laughs> yeah. Like you had no but, choice um, basically. It was either yeah, a yard so, or the crops, eh? Yeah. Or just like walk through the whole night, but. Nah, I, I needed my sleep. But yeah, I, no, I eventually, I eventually went to house. Um, I was like knocking the door, you know, p- pitch dark out, and then um, a dude pulls up in the driveway, like when I'm on his porch. Yeah, and that looks, and that just looks that's really, yeah, really sketchy. And so like he asked me like a ton of questions, of course, 
you know, of what I was doing and all that. And we we're talking for like probably like 20 minutes of him just badgering me with like with like with like questions. But eventually he uh, let me camp on his yard and actually brought some food out as well. Oh, so, nice. Nice, yeah. man. Yeah. It's so cool to hear like your stories of people who just live along this trail that are just like down to help out like some random guy knocking on their door. Because like uh-huh. a stranger knocking on your door, I mean, it's a little bit different than being like, hey, can I sleep in your house? But still, it's like, you know, you're you're asking them to camp on their fucking lawn right next to their house or whatever, like, or, or their property anyway. So it's just like, I, I don't think it's unreasonable for people to say no in that circumstance. Like, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't put it past them if they did that. But well, it sounds he, like well, the guy, the guy that night, he was like, he was like, um, like you know, how do I know that you're not gonna like pull up with or like four guys are gonna come with you and like I don't know, you know, he he was he was really like cautious though. Yeah, and understandably um, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But at the end of the day, you got him, you got him to 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 take the bait. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Not the bait. You, you no, got he, him. Like, you he, showed he, him like what you were about and he, he, no, he was like, he was like trying, he was, uh, he eventually basically trusted me. Yeah. Is, is what he yeah, said. You, you earned his trust, which is, which and is then, awesome. like, I, I have no like other option except trusting people. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, shit. Um, Dude, we're we're basically gonna start to wrap it up here. Actually, I do have a couple more a couple more quick questions. Um, how about for you going forward? Do you have any more through hikes planned? Even just a, a through hike you want to do, even if you're not actively planning the logistics and stuff. Um, don't tell me you're gonna hike the Buckeye Trail, hike the Ice Age Trail, and then that's just it for you in terms of through hiking. There's got to be some more stuff, right? <laughs> no, no, I I, I plan to do. Um... Well, I, I have no specific trail in mind. Okay. Um, but I, I definitely I'm, I'm going to do more whenever I have a break from school. Uh, I'm definitely going to hike more, whether it's like the you know like a short trail, a few hundred miles, or like the Appalachian Trail or something like that. Uh, my my goal is to try to hike all the scenic trails at one point. So nice, all man. eleven of them. So I, I'm I'm done with one being the Ice Age Trail. It's still got <laughs> there you go. To go. Yeah. You should do the North Country. I feel like you'd be a good candidate for the North Country Trail if you're already used to. Because like if if you hike the AT, I'm not saying like you can't do the North do the North Country Trail if you've done the AT. But I feel like the AT is just so like well trafficked and well developed that it might be kind of a shock to go from that to like the North Country Trail, where I'm guessing a lot of it is similar to the Ice Age Trail or the Buckeye Trail. Um, but it sounds like you're already used to that. So if you want to hike yeah. four thousand fucking miles or whatever it is from I don't even know South Dakota to Vermont or whatever, <laughs> or it's something like that. I know it ends in Vermont at least. Uh, yeah, shit. Maybe maybe you're a good candidate for the uh, for the North Country Trail. I don't know. Well, I, I eventually want to transition to like more wilderness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, the Ice Age Trail was uh, kind of a little step up from the Buckeye Trail, but I do want to experience like carrying multiple days of food on you and like more of that. Yeah, which is something like the Appalachian Trail, like continental. To- continental divide or you know whatever, whatever yeah 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 man well you'll you got plenty of time to get to those trails and you're gonna be uh i think you're gonna be very well off on those trails to be honest with you um especially at least the at uh or excuse me at least like i don't know i don't know what the fuck i'm saying but yeah i what i'm saying is you have a lot of good experience already 
And if you can, I feel like if you can hike a circle around Ohio and like that wasn't too much of a mental challenge for you, you can definitely probably do some of these other trails that, yeah, I, I think, I think you're going to be good. And honestly, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what you get into in the future. Um, Lucas, dude, thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. Um, do you want to plug like your Instagram or whatever, or anything you want people to go check out? I know. Um, yeah, just my Instagram, uh, Lucas underscore Smith zero seven two. Cool. And I'll, I'll have a link to that in the show notes as well for everybody as per usual. And that's going to do it. Lucas, thank you so much, man. Um, and thank you to everybody listening as well. That's it. Boom. We're, we're done.